Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And today we are doing a bonus episode. We are talking about the first season of Drop Dead Diva because they started airing on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And if people have been following the show, you know that I love Drop Dead Diva. And I've been trying to think of a, a reason to cover it for a long time. Uh, but uh, but uh, I couldn't I couldn't come up with anything. And but then they decided to air it on homework. And so we decided that this is what we're going to do. We're going to recap each of the seasons in an episode as opposed to doing every episode like we've done for Heartland or something like that. Uh, but uh, it's going to be fun. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Jasmine's here. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You know, we're out of the winter holidays. We're going into, well, Christmas is done. Winter, we still got, you know, we're flowing, but I'm really excited about what's coming on with Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Yeah, Yeah, and they're airing the entire series uh, every day, uh, an episode, and they, we should, I guess, get it, we should address right off the bat that evidently they did not air the pilot. (laughs) So, well, this is what I'm getting from all the Hallmarkies. Some people got the pilot, others didn't. Yeah. Like myself, I didn't get the pilot episode. I'm not sure they just get the pilot episode and they just say, okay, let's just do it in the, in the two episodes per day to make that equal. Up. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, we need the first episodes. I'm yeah, sure what's you going need. On. Well, especially for something with a concept like this, you really need that pilot. It 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 tells you a lot of what's going on. Yeah, because if you throw yourself in the second episode, you're like, what's going on? Like, wait, why am I she's like, like, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. So were you a fan of this show when it aired or is this new to you? Yes, I watched this show when it aired on Life, not Lifetime, yes. When it aired yeah, on Lifetime. Lifetime. This, is, this is like when Project Runway was going, you have all these other shows that Lifetime was giving with drama, like from Drama Medicine, yeah. Hawthorne, like, this was around during that time, that era. Yeah. And yeah. I it started in 2009 yes. and I loved it immediately. <laughs> I was a big <laughs> fan uh, because it, I think that it had, and still has a, a very unique point of view. So, I mean, you obviously have to accept this kind of ridiculous premise that this, uh, the Deb, dies comes back in the body of jane the lawyer but like what it allowed them to do was have a very unique plus size character that you could have somebody who was completely had the confidence of a supermodel had the uh the perkiness the uh the happiness of a supermodel in the body of a plus size lawyer who also has her own brand of confidence and uh, so the between the two of them it created this very unique character that I had I had never seen on television and I still have yet, I think, to see again. It is very, very, very unique. And Brooke Elliott's performance was just so wonderful. Yes, it, I, I agree with you 100%. Mind you, um, Brooke actually did a um, Christmas movie. You guys should check it out. Yep, yep. We, we interviewed her. That was very exciting for me. Uh, I don't get... I don't get starstruck very easily. Uh, I'm just, that's just not who I am as a human, but I have to admit she was one that I got pretty excited about. Yeah, she, she's, like, she's, like, she's like the shero for us. Like I agree with, you know, representation doesn't matter when involving um, different character, different storylines. The fact that mm-hmm. we got Jane, who is a plus size full figure woman. Yeah. Being 
a lead in mm-hmm. a sitcom, not only one season, two seasons, this is six seasons, you guys, that we're yeah. going to be recapping. And we've yeah. had plus size leads, but never, never quite like this character of being Got so you. confident and, yes. uh, and like just to have a supermodel inside, uh, inside Jane made her a very unique character. And I think I want to say this, I want to think, I want to say this is like the positive, like the plus size positivity movement before mm-hmm. it became like bigger than it is now. Because yeah. That's true. Time, it was already like as we talk about the whole first season, we're talking about different issues that got brought up, especially with Debbie Jean. Like, wait a minute, I didn't have these issues before, but she's like, no, I'm owning this. I'm gonna change this or that. And yeah. I'm like, we need this type of positivity, like this confidence boost, you know? Yeah. And I do have to say that I think that for the most part, most of the cases are very silly. Like it's fun. I enjoy them, but really they're just sort of, to me, the cases are means to an end with the characters. They're just, they, they have to be there. They work, they're fun. I enjoy them, but like this, this series is not going to win any awards for like legal realism. You know, like there's this guy on, uh, there's this guy on, uh, on YouTube who he watches, he's never done drop drop dead diva. I think it's legal Eagles. I think it's what it's called. Mm -hmm. And he watches courtroom uh, dramas and shows for like legal accuracy, how accurate they are to actual real court proceedings and things like that. And, uh, and then he gives them a grade for legal, legal realism legal accuracy and this would get a very bad degree yeah great like they're not realistic at all like the the shenanigans that go on in the courtroom are ridiculous most of the uh most of the verdicts are absurd and but it doesn't matter like to me at least the cases are just tools for for character growth for the characters. That's mm-hmm. that's what I care about. What's happening with Jane, what's happening with Deb, what's happening with Fred, you know, all the different characters. And it, the, the cases I could almost like, nah, they're fine. That's like, how I feel. I know being like maybe two thirds of the cases, like it, it had like a setup thing on which um, character archer does she need like Jane to have that character growth? Or, yeah, yeah. You know, other character had that type of growth depending on which cases they were. Like maybe mm-hmm. like two or three cases, I'm like, okay, this is weird. But I feel like some of the cases that we had in first season kind of you a throwback of different movies or different celebrities that we've seen in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying, like, you know, how she do like, you know, the walk, you know, the you know, girl bounce. That was like LeBron right then there. I thought I'm like, now I remember why. Yeah. I, like, well, and I, I do like that they kind of work in Brooke Elliott's musical background, Broadway yes. background. Uh, and, uh, and cause this was the first show that she had ever done. Uh, if you listen to the interview, she, uh, she kind of just did the, uh, the audition for practice. Cause she had been taking classes and, and she did not expect to get it. She had, she was on Broadway and then she got the callback and she's like, oh, well, I'll do this for practice too, <laughs> she it, which is amazing. I mean, to go from nothing to number one, the lead of a show, that must've been terrifying for her. Yes. Maybe in the rookie doing this as well. Yeah. And look where that just started from there and look where she at now. Like, yeah, she nailed it. She did. And now she's on Sweet Magnolias and yes. she's great in that show too. So I love her so much. 
We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Uh, but uh, we start out where we're probably, we're only going to be able to spend a few minutes on each of these episodes. So yeah. bear with us. But um, at the pilot, of course, mm-hmm. we get the setup of the show where Jane, she dies getting, or she almost dies getting shot. Uh, she takes a bullet for Parker Parker. Uh, yeah the the parker slept with this guy's wife he didn't know and uh and then she uh she is is she blacks out whatever mm-hmm. under the and uh and then stacy at the same time i mean uh, uh yeah, deb. deb deb at the same time going to her big prices right audition uh she crashes into a grapefruit truck and dies but she's but she gets up to heaven and uh there's a return button and she presses it uh and she ends up back in uh jane's body so that's the whole premise of the show and how do you think they did setting that kind of up it was like kind of like a freaky friday i wonder was it this on a friday i just need to know because it's like you know <laughs> a freaky friday moment when this happened so it's like mm-hmm. these women get into access yes you leave your body as a spirit, but you come back. I'm like, you come back, but the mm-hmm. one thing that happened was, why would y'all leave the sign on the desk? You want to press the return button, just press it. I'm like, <laughs> you gave us the leeway. Like, I can press yeah. it anytime I want. <laughs> but it was like, <laughs> so, I'm not gonna lie, because other people did talk about all oh, the first 15 minutes was slow. Yeah, it was slow, but when that switch happened, everything started picking up. Like, yeah, like, what's I mean. You just have to kind of go with it that yeah. this is the premise in order to get this great character of Jane. And I keep telling people in the comments because everybody's trying to get on me in the comments, like, no, you need the first episode, yeah, the pilot because you need to understand what's going to happen later on mm-hmm. in the series because you're just you're like, wait, I don't remember this. Happened. Like, did you watch the pilot? No. Yeah, I mean it is surprising because they. It's surprising that Deb would have zero, zero, no good or bad deeds. Yeah. She's always painted the rest of the show as being very loving, kind, sweet. Uh, and so I, I, I don't know if that really tracks, but they have to do it in order to, all of this is just sort of a necessary evil in order to get this character that we want. We want the supermodel inside the body of the plus size girl. This mm-hmm. is the way to, how else are you going to do it? That part. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but what do you think of Fred? Her oh my gosh, Fred! I, I'm not sure how long Fred has been on the job, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> wait, this, this, this is his first boo. Like, okay, I messed up for reals. Like, yeah. like the rookie of it all. Like, I'm me tracking all this thing, and like now I got demoted because you press the return button. Fred, 
But Ben Feldman is so charming. He is so he is. good. Oh, she's my guardian angel. You know, this reminds me of a little bit as we keep talking along during the um, this first recap of the season. Friends, kind of is that giving me vibes as like he's Leo from Charm? Oh yeah, I've never seen Charm. <gasps> but, uh... <laughs> Wait, yeah. so we need to talk, and we have to do like literally like eight seasons worth. Like, my friend Kristen Maldonado loves that show, though. <laughs> Yes, but, but they I think the casting went a long way not only with Brooke because yes. she was so perfect for this role but everyone I love Margaret Cho is Terry hilarious yes, I love her so much yeah and then I think Jackson is great as Grayson he yes he, he brings a lot to kind of a flat role I think he does a very good job he's so dirty yeah oh yeah and uh and and I think that he manages to have really good chemistry with both Brooke and well, both Brooks <laughs> Brooke <Dursay laughs> and Brooke Elliott. Um, and Brooke Dorsey was like perfect casting to yes. play Deb because mm-hmm. uh, she's just so bubbly and so sweet. And so, so she's perfect for that role. Uh, I think that April Balby Balby is great as Stacy, uh, just such a perfect like BFF for uh for Jane to have. Yes. So yeah. A for the casting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Stacy is the Stacy's a model. Yes. Uh and she pretty quickly buys into Jane's story uh because of all the stuff that she knows. Yeah. But again, you just need that for this pilot. You you don't have time for like days of Deb the, I mean, days of Stacy debating. You just need to set it up. Okay, uh, this is what's happened, uh, and the only friends she has is Stacy and Fred. There we like go. the introduction says. <laughs> <laughs> but she also, so she doesn't get Jane's memory, but she gets her knowledge. Yes, that's that's the crazy part. So basically, she has like all like 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 Fred said, you have. Oh, you, every soul has their own memories. He's like, basically, she has her own soul. That all the uh-huh. memories. She also inherits Jane. So she has like two different knowledges in one. Yeah. And, and I love stuff every day. I actually, I asked Brooke that uh, if it was hard to balance both playing both Deb and uh, and uh, Jane in one character. And she said that I asked, is, is it a challenge? She says, it was a challenge, but a great challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but yeah they they had a tricky thing in writing for both deb and jane and not feeding too much into cliches of either type like i mean they have some like little jokes like in this first one that uh she's like oh apparently i'm a donut eater now (laughs) (laughs) that that was funny she's got a porsche and uh and living her best life (laughs) <laughs> and then like you're seeing like you know and also seeing the transformation from old jane to new jane like jane was just like okay i wear my black suit my white shirt you know mm-hmm. i'm like you know my closet full of the same yeah she's stuff. evidently sleeping at the office yeah. a lot of time and and <laughs> i love when when terry comes in with the with the cheese it um, oh my gosh shot oh. the cheese whiz <laughs> wake up you got this she's <laughs> like it's like xanax <laughs> <laughs> So this is totally true. 
so we find out that Grayson is interviewing for had interviewed with Jane. Uh, yes. and, uh, and so, and we also find out that Grayson was proposing. And, uh, so, uh, she, she breaks the, the window of her office because it doesn't open. <laughs> it's like, there says, your mother gave you that. She's like, I uh-huh. just need the air. And she was suffering like her whole life got flipped upside down. Yeah. No pun intended in the first place, but it got flipped upside down. And mm-hmm. you like, you put like, she put like, you know, go confidently into this new role. No, like I will freak out too. Like I'm thinking over someone's body that yeah. I don't even know the like I'm learning someone's movement, their brain, like their manner, like everything. Yeah, the so every episode they have basically two cases. Yes. There's there's a in this one, there's a drug trial case, and then there's a prenup case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, this this show is not like legally accurate because they are basically like civil attorneys. Yeah. And and yet every once in a while they'll like try a criminal case and like that's not how things work. Like you <laughs> but it it doesn't matter. That's not like the cases are just tools for telling the story. They mm-hmm. they do not matter. They don't. They're just they just have to what the individuals are going through and yeah, their character and that's how they're gonna leave it. <laughs> so let's clip through these different uh, episodes yeah. uh so i guess what would you give uh what would you give the pilot as far as like one to ten uh how how what do you think of the pilot the pilot definitely is going to give me an 8.5 out mm-hmm. of 10 yeah i was gonna say an eight i think that that is is fair for this pilot it does everything you need it to do to sign of set up this sort of outlandish print presence and and endear you to the characters Mm -hmm. dear to the characters okay the next one is called the f word and this uh and that's that word is that so jane cannot say the word she is really struggling and uh and then uh we find this woman who is fired for being overweight she's work she's working at this club and uh she uh she sues them for i think it's unlawful termination or something like that and uh so jane is struggling with that she can't say the word fat mm-hmm. uh, and then uh we have also a divorce case where the husband wants his kidney back from the wife yeah. <laughs> So this place is called the Sun Bar, and uh, at first, you know, they're saying, "Well, uh, they, she doesn't bring in as much money, so therefore, that's why they fired her." And uh, they they go and they find they go to the Sun Bar, and this was a pop a place that Be- the Deb loved. So that's always kind of interesting in the show, like stores that Deb loved places that dab loved that she never even realized were being uh discriminatory mm, yeah you know? so mm-hmm. she so jane sees jane slash deb sees it in a whole new light which is fun 
is. And they figure out that all of these, so they, they say that her body type changed, therefore that's right to fire her. Then they go and they find out all these people that are working there have had like work done and other things like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so then they want to Parker wants Jane to argue that uh that being disability. overweight is disability and mm-hmm. that's when Lucy the client gets very upset about it. And uh and so then we also have like I said this divorce case which is ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> But we also have, uh, we have Fred showing up at Jane's house and, uh, we also get our meet cute with Grayson and Deb. Yes. Yeah. And she says, uh, that, um, uh, they, they have, uh, Jane says, I'm judging myself now. And then Stacy says, I'm scared of you judging me. Uh, and she doesn't feel like smart enough. And, and, and then she says in court, no one wants to say fat. Uh, and the, the guy end up, ends up agreeing to keep the, uh, let her keep the kidney. <laughs> <laughs> because he was still in love with her. The fact that, okay, she had a second life, but then I was like, dang, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was like a personal story though. I'm not even gonna cry. Cause I feel like I, I know someone, I'm not gonna dish uh-huh. out personal stuff. I know someone like a family member, uh-huh. like, you know, like, like they're, you know, their husband for a kidney or not ass and stuff like that. And um, once you have the kidney and stuff, it was like, it flipped, it flipped the script stuff. I was like, but she didn't give him no kidney though, but it was just the script situation. I'm like, why does that like very personal? I'm like, it's a problem. I'm like, this, 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 this definitely aged really well in a weird scenario, but mm-hmm. the guy was still in love with his wife, even though he gave up part of his life, you know, for her, but I want to live my life and do this. I'm like, dang. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's completely ridiculous. This would never go to court. (laughs) It's absurd, but nevertheless, uh, it, you know, kind of works as far as, uh, you know, Grayson, uh, working on this kind of case and, and, uh, seeing this relationship because he was just going to propose and, and uh so it 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 works uh and uh and then the guy agrees you can keep the kidney and uh um and she says and this is a key moment i think that in this for the tone of the show jane says i feel like a skinny girl even though nobody sees me like that and that is her character in a nutshell i think and uh i think the movie i feel pretty Mm-hmm. yeah but better or, or or shallow how like situation like but it, way better i don't like shallow how yeah you kind of yeah. that like way nah. better mm-hmm. yeah but um uh in uh and then i think fred says enjoy the moment after all you only live twice <laughs> like 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 you are living twice yeah so i would give this one uh i would give it a seven like I had a 7.5 close to an eight. Mm-hmm. I was say 7.8. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then we have uh chapter three is the next episode. And this is where we get introduced to Rosie O'Donnell as uh, the judge uh, as I forget her first name, but uh, um, it's, I think she's fun in this. It's a different role than you've seen from Rosie O'Donnell. It, yes. A little bit more vulnerable, a little bit softer. 
I would say. Not as much in this episode, but especially in the next episode. In the true, mind in. you, I, I keep forgetting who all these guest stars as I'm starting to rewatch the show over again. Like, yeah, Rose wants to take me back to her TV show. We're watching in the afternoons. We yeah, movie that we that we've seen her in, like, but this is definitely a different role for sure. And also, this- she was recently she was in um, Prime um, Prime Video's recent um, TV series, uh, A League of Their Own, actually. Oh, she was in that. Yeah, she actually. Yeah, she played. She was uh, in the movie. Yeah, she was in the movie. She also played in the TV series. Oh, I didn't realize that. um, She was the bar owner. Oh, cool! I didn't realize that. Yeah. So this case is absolutely ridiculous. You have this this husband with multiple personalities, but (sighs) these the shrink helped him decide on one personality, and then his wife didn't like that. And, uh, and we find out that the shrink was having an affair, but she didn't see it as an affair because she was having it with the other personality. I mean, it's, it was, it was, <laughs> I swear, yeah. it's like, multiple, it's like, like you know, multiple city situations that are in the same body. It's just like, it's like Jack or Mr. High, like, hi, honey, or, oh, hi. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh-huh. So we also have Stacy. She's really scared of making the model to actress leap. Yeah. Uh, she also refuses Fred and this. And uh, and then we get uh, Jane arrested for contempt. Ooh, <laughs> she yeah, gets yeah. so frustrated. She so did. Yeah. And they're like, this isn't dinner theater. <laughs> this is court of law. <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna lie, they get frustrated, but the inside out was really dead getting frustrated. Like, no, like <laughs> Yeah. And um and then we have Kim going to dinner with Grayson. How do we feel about Kim as a character? Kim, Kim, Kim. If y'all watch the watch the pilot episode, you already know where Kim's at because you know how to jump, you know how to jump a little. Yeah, I mean she's too. obviously an antagonist, but I do yes. think they give her enough warmth. For her to be like an interesting character. She's definitely an interesting character. Yeah. She is. To be, because there's, so the other case is that they have this man who drove all night for this job, fell asleep at the wheel. Mm -hmm. And so Stacy pretends to be a shipper who needs a, who needs something done in a reasonable, illegal amount of time. And they agree to it. And that's how, you know, they're able to, you know, figure out, which is ridiculous that somebody would do that when they're being, when they're in court, you think you would be like extra careful, at least for the duration of the trial to not do something like that. Not only is it a trial, but it's a retrial. Stupid. Uh, Oh yeah. It's a retrial. (laughs) Yeah. No. We also have them putting the wrong picture on Deb's uh, obituary. (laughs) Oh gosh, it's like an old woman. <laughs> and Grayson replaces that. Like, the you know, picture. I wouldn't wonder if we ever die. I'm not sure, if, you know, the spirits could talk to us, let us know like how they feel if someone reprinted your picture, mm-hmm. like, you know, of someone else like that. It's not me. I can see them have like <laughs> I can see people right now. I don't know why they put this picture. What's going on? They could have did better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you personally in your own beliefs believe in spirits after life? I do. Yeah. I actually do. I have actually, actually, I have a testimonial about that. 
Mm-hmm. I remember my little cousin, he's about two, you know, it's all like those China cabinets, you know, you know, your grandma, at your grandma's house, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we just moved uh, to make it feel like we're just moving things around. He's pulling the cord. Mind mm-hmm. you, he pulled the cord so hard, he's too, pulled the cord so hard. It, it fell. Like the cabinet was falling. Oh no. The thing about it was the cabinet, when it was tilting, was falling. It held in place for a good 10 seconds, a good 15 seconds. We tell him, move, move. So he ran and it felt like it was supposed to fall. Boom, like, like fast motion as opposed to fall. As I hear, like, oh, yeah. Watching. Yeah, I mean, I believe in spirits. I believe that we go on to do, I don't believe in like negative ghosts you know what I mean like boo kind of ghosts but I do believe that that people spirits are present and aware of what's going on I don't think that we can like talk to them and obviously not like in the sense of this this show but but I I think that they're there I do yeah yeah anyway so what would you give to chapter three I'm gonna have to give this like 8.5 8.5 because uh I want to I really want to run into a nine because the outburst at the end of the first court case with the uh, with the two um identities we're talking about uh, you know we're talking about you know wait a minute out of himself out like he's uh-huh. the person I'm like oh you dirty <laughs> I don't know I'd probably give this one like a 6.5 I I I it's it's very silly but it's fun I enjoy it but not one of my favorites, but okay. So next we have the Chinese wall and this is episode four. And this is where we meet Deb's mom, Sharon Lawrence, who would be a rec- recurring character. Mm-hmm. And I, she actually tweeted out that they, she was, th- that she loved doing the show and that it was excited that they were re-airing it. Uh, and then we also have this David Beckham, the dog that has been cloned. <laughs> And this is a real thing. Like people are cloning. Like I think Barbara Streisand cloned her dogs. Pretty sure. I read that. Uh, and we have Diedrich Bader, who was on Drew Carey and American Housewife, and so he plays the owner of David Beckham. <laughs> and uh, but we get a lot here between uh, between Jane and uh, Deb's mom and Deb's dad and finding out that they're getting divorced and she didn't know but grayson knew uh before the accident yeah so there's a lot there uh and she says i've discovered so many more types of lies since i became a lawyer (laughs) (laughs) we also get she's flirting with the bailiff hank hank the bailiff oh my gosh yeah they could have done more with that, I think. They, they could have. They could have, they could have like yeah, I like a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh and uh yeah. So she goes to the mother's house. She she wears uh Deb's crown at a certain point, and then the dad dad says, you know, oh, you've you're still wearing it. <laughs> She's like, for the record, it looked good on you. Uh and then they go to the dog show to get a sample uh, and all of this kind of stuff. Like you, you can't just do stuff like that. Like there's legal avenues you have to go to. You can't just like sneak in. <laughs> you really can. That's not the way the law works. <laughs> it, it, it works in, it's working in the TV law realm. 
<laughs> yeah. So mo- the mom has had a boyfriend for six years and Jane just can't Damn. believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Was it you find out after death? Yeah. So she breaks up with Hank and then Fred keeps trying to get a date with Stacy. And finally he, um, she, she had refused him earlier in the episode and then he say anything's her. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's pretty good. I like this episode. There's Thank a lot you. going on in it. I would probably give this one an 8.5. Oh yeah, definitely 100% 8.5. It kind of gives you the perspective of Jane being kind of like the fly on the wall, like seeing every like Deb being the fly on the wall, like uh-huh. getting divorced. Like my mom, you had this, or, or she mentioned like, don't forget about the, about the car. Like, wait, how do you know about the car? I'm like, only Dem knows about the car. Mm-hmm. Right. So then we have episode five, Lost and Found. This yeah. is, we find out that she, she finds out that she's 32, that she lost eight years of her life. Like, what? Yeah. Now I understand why Jay was tired. I yeah. understand the pilot, why she was tired. It looked mm-hmm. beat up. <laughs> yeah. And so, she has a pro bono case with this guy who got wrongly convicted. Uh, she feels like the $15,000 offered is low compensation, which is true. That would be very low for somebody. Um, and then we also have this site, Tiffany Lexington, which is a website for affairs for people. It's like that, um, Madison, whatever one, I forget, uh, that, uh, they're suing them because, uh that um i'm trying to remember everything it was basically like you know uh yeah because it was it the web designer i guess offering like married men the way to cheating on their wives yeah and they feel like ruined our marriage i guess yeah um and this is monogamy isn't a choice if you've ever really loved someone oh yeah now i remember because um kim definitely didn't want to try this case at all yeah and she was very against it she was like you know and then at the end of the, at the episode, he's trying to hit on her. And go, I was like, yeah, and- I'm like <laughs> so Grayson uh, meet, finds out that Stacy and Jane are friends now. And he's like, uh, really? And she's just like, we have tons in common. Mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, if you watch the pilot episode, you know that Jane showed up at her, well, Jane showed up at Deb's funeral. Well, Deb showed up at her own funeral. I was like, I'm going to my funeral. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, you know that way grace is like thank you for the firm for staying you know standing you know being there for me but then stacy way so maybe he didn't make that connection yet mm-hmm. kind of like, like the setup for that <laughs> yeah and and so jane and parker get in a big fight and this is she says look i took a bullet for you you let me have this case and uh they she ends up winning the case uh and she gets a 100k settlement mm-hmm. for him and she says, oh, well, we could do more. We could keep fighting. And she, he says, nope, I don't want to look back. I don't want to live in the past. And that was kind of an epiphany for her because she kept yeah. living in the past. Right. Like you have a second chance, mm-hmm. you know, to move forward because you're, she was like, you know, dawning like the fact that I'm, I'm, I lost eight years of my life. Like, I, I just want to go back. We want eight years. I'm going to catch up with eight years. I know. Yeah. You lost eight years, but you get another life. Yeah. And then Kim gets flowers from this website guy. I forget his name. Uh, and he's like, oh, I thought you'd be up for, for it. And she's like, I want to be open to the possibility of finding love. So, 
think you can set up for Kim too, like, like a, you know, about her love life and about, you know, a little window as, as the time goes. Yeah, on there's, yeah, it keeps her from being a total cliche, mm-hmm. a bad girl. Like she's got a little more to her. And, uh, and then we have the karaoke birthday party where she sings lucky, which was like their song, Grayson. Yeah. And, and, and I like the fact they were able to work in her singing voice. Yes. Into, yeah. Um, and Kim tells Grayson, you can't hold on to someone who's not here, mm. which like, this has just happened. So I yeah, feel like, like that's like asking quite a, yeah, <laughs> literally just happened. It's asking Ooh. quite a lot. And that reminds me of the the pilot where like how, you know, when Grayson walks in, like, you know, it's my first day, you know, thank you, you know, interview, and then Kim comes in out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, "Mm, trying to move on a new guy, (laughs) not knowing his, uh, his girlfriend, who's supposed to be his fiance dies by by oranges. Right. Grapefruit truck. Yeah. I would give this one a seven. I think it's pretty good. Yes. I'm doing a 7.5. Yeah. All right. Then we have episode six, second chances. Yes. We have, uh, <laughs> there are talking in the mirror at we're in this wedding dress, uh, in the stream mm-hmm. and Tim Gunn says, what is this project run on sentence? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And they did get a pretty good cameos and guest stars in the show. You know what? That one was, um, I want to give it like a shout out to like white time when they did this, because they did a great job. Yeah. When they first originally aired this, because not only were you getting great, um, you know, stars coming in as guest appearances, you also worked some of your shows in there. Like they're watching Project Runway on TV. You got some guns showing up. Um, you have Michael Kors um, bag in there, like, you know, little promos in, you know, mm-hmm. for uh, marketing. Uh, you know, it was just like sitting here, like, okay, I see y'all. <laughs> yeah. Well, so at the beginning of this episode, Jane uh, is there's this woman in her office she comes in and uh the woman then gets arrested for murder and again in real life she would not represent she's a civil attorney she's not a criminal attorney so they they would find someone else to represent her in real life but it doesn't matter in this show uh but uh but uh she starts kind of looking into it and basically this woman had lied about her criminal past, uh, and, uh, and but she was living this like good life, uh, peaceful was, life. Yeah. It was due to the fact that like her job, uh, was doing updating on the system where they had to do fingerprints and that's why mm-hmm. she went to Jane. Yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, at first her, her husband's very upset, very angry, very betrayed, but she, she, he comes around and, she, and Jane ends up reading a letter from the husband in closing arguments, which again, I don't think they would allow in real life, but <laughs> you can't just introduce new evidence in your closing argument, but that's okay. Um, it worked because he had forgiven her for what, uh, what she'd done. And, uh, and then we also have Elliot gold in this episode. Uh, he is this sort of aging, uh, movie star guy, and he's listed on the site as, as dead on a famous, but (laughs) dead.com. I swear, I swear these episodes 
age very gracefully because I'm not sure everybody heard about these TikTok trend that's going on, like about the kids are punking their parents about who died. Like, oh really? Is the parents an example? Yes. Like, like, <laughs> like where Angela Bassett's son had to apologize because not only did he say, "Oh, so this son died," it was her closest friend. That's not cool. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he definitely got. He definitely apologized for that. Yeah. And, and so he's basically taken to suing people as his new hobby <laughs> since his wife died. He's lonely. Yeah. And, uh, there's a great scene with Grayson and Larry at the cemetery, putting yeah. flowers on both his wife and, and, uh, Deb's grave. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. And, uh, and then Fred is also being really weird, uh, because, uh, it turns out Stacy likes Fred, but now he realizes he like broke a bunch of rules. every day. <laughs> <laughs> but then Stacy is going to call Fred, but then they kiss. So that's like a big moment. And, and then Grayson is there at the door. Uh, cause Jane has his sister's dinner yeah they're gonna do dinner i think his sister's bracelet and then they end up eating dinner together yeah so they kind of have like a quasi date sort of yeah because jay was like wait a minute like it's not my bracelet stacy this is not my bracelet she's not great grace was cheap (laughs) it was tea but he's like a faithful guy to me Mm -hmm. oh yeah and uh and so the lady ends up getting community service so she gets basically gets off and uh, so, yeah, this one's a pretty fun one, I would say. Yes. Um, I would give this one an eight. I was going to say eight, too. Yeah. Today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by W Rated, the podcast where we willingly watch the world's worst rated movies. Join me, Daisy. And me, Claire, as we break down the IMDb Bottom 100, choosing a different film from the list every episode. We take a deep dive into the plot, production, release and reviews, usually with a special guest to uncover if these films are truly as bad as everyone says they are. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods and anywhere else you find your podcasts. Uh, all right. Then we have episode seven. Let's see. Okay. We're doing good time. Yes. Episode seven is the magic bullets. Mm-hmm. This we get Kathy and Jimmy playing this woman whose daughter has been on this diet plan and it's a 500 yes. calorie diet plan, mm-hmm. which anything will work with 500 calories. You will lose weight. Yes, you will. <laughs> but, uh, you also have Kim who is getting sued for sexual harassment because she was like sexually eating a chocolate cake on. <laughs> I do think that this episode would play out very differently today with all me too and everything like yes. that, uh, you know, for a woman in a plot to be accused of sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like this would be treated differently now. Yeah, she would be. Of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it turns out Kim's been sued before uh, and they kind of justify it as, oh, because she's a jerk. So of course she's going to be sued. But I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, can be a, you never know. You can be a strong woman and, and, and not be like uh, harassing people. I don't know. I feel like that got a little bit blurred that line, you know, with Kim, but Jane ends up kind of sticking up for Kim, but then she sees Kim and Grayson kissing. Ciao. Yeah. 
so they end up calling Jane as a witness because she evidently, uh, um, endorsed this product before when she was regular Jane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, they would never do that. You would never call the lawyer <laughs> of the opposing like, counsel yeah, well, <laughs> to testify. Yeah. It never happened, but it, it's fun. And, uh, and she goes to the doctor and the doctor says your body could only starve itself for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she had actually asked the doctor about gastric bypass, which I thought was really bold of them for kind of bringing that up. Cause I feel like, I feel like gastric bypass often has this like, shh, don't talk about it. It's a secret. Yeah. You it's know, like the taboo topic you don't talk about. Mm-hmm. I actually know two people personally who actually did get bypass mm-hmm. surgery. They have to go through like certain amount, like even like with like other like weight loss TV shows, like, you have to like, lose her amount of weight in order to even qualify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. It's not like, oh, I can get it right now. No, you have to meet like mm-hmm. weight requirement X, Y, and Z. And then the aftermath is totally different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not for me. I, yeah. I would not uh, do it, but I think that if it's you know, free- we should respect people's choices. Yeah. And if that's what they mm-hmm. feel is right for them, then it's not something to be like, it's not exactly. something to hide and be ashamed for no. if that's and what I you chose people- to do. Yeah, I see people have success with it. You know, they, you know, my friend, she's killing it right now. I'm proud of what she's doing. Yeah. You know, but she, you know, she's working on it for so long. Like, you know, do everything else. But she's like, let me try this. See what happens. And she's been doing great. I actually know three people. Gosh, I have a cousin who actually got bypass surgery. It definitely should never be treated as like an easy out. Yes. Like, because yes. people gain the weight back they and do. then it's like even worse. Mm-hmm. And so uh, if it's part of, if it's like the kickstart that you need, Yes. Uh, because it's a major surgery and something to be taken very seriously. Uh, and, uh, so anyway, I thought that was, that was interesting. And, uh, the, this was a pretty good, I think court case, it's kind of ridiculous how it plays out, but I, I thought that this one with the girl and the, and how that affects Jane. And, and it was a good episode for the character. I would probably give this one, this one of the strongest episodes of the season, I would say. Mm-hmm. to like a nine maybe yeah definitely a nine yeah because it's also you know, it's all about you know regulations with you no know, fda things like that and also looking at it from like a health perspective like mm-hmm. you need to stop yourself there's different ways to go about it different ways to talk about yeah healthy. well and it has something to say about women in the workforce yes. and you know with kim and um and you know like the behavior that we accept for men that Mm, we don't accept from women and why is that and and uh, so we also get a fantasy grace and jane kiss in this episode which is fun so you definitely have to watch that too but also the kim um also did get dropped because the guy did the exact same thing um suing another um law firm for for his ball because Terry yeah. at, the, at the uh at the bar i think all all of uh kids previous uh assistants together yeah well and then this jillian she ends up she we find out that she had gastric bypass yes. so that's how she lost all the weight mm-hmm. too so. making all that money mm-hmm. line of folks getting these kids um how people like i can lose this i can lose that and then starving herself like she didn't care she's like all right episode eight is called crazy and this is her high school reunion 
there's Brian Young from uh, her, her high school reunion. Turns out he was gay and Jane was, he was able to come out to Jane for their, on their prom. Mm-hmm. So that was very sweet. And, uh, and then uh, <clears throat> there's a woman in tears. She spent, she has spent 10 K on her dress yeah. and then he slept with the maid of honor. And so she wants to sue the maid of honor. Um, and then Jane to Grayson says, uh, that, uh, it could have been anybody that, and, uh, um, about the, the, when he's talking about the, the kiss mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and then they say the wolves are circling and I need a bulldog. So Parker says. <laughs> so we get gregory harrison who's a hallmark favorite he plays the ceo who's who has had this kind of spiritual awakening and he's turning his successful lawnmower business into this like uh friendly yeah green uh green uh, mowers and but he's like crazy he i mean he would probably be sent to <laughs> true such a psychiatric evaluation because yeah. he shows up in pajamas and then he strips down in court bunny and, ears yeah oh yeah bunny ears which was an I- iconic moment of the show with jane with those yes. bunny ears on which is fun yes. and yeah. uh, he says that unless you've been on the escalator in the sky you don't know and that's jane is like oh my god and she had to convince him after she got after he fired her I'm like no i understand she he, she she clicked it towards the end of the close to the end of the episode like i yeah. know i know about the button yeah. and he was like and they're like oh so you so you did press the button but can we can we remind everybody though that that he's playing this character back in 2009 up until like recently in all his um current roles like that man has not aged yeah, it's true. Like, he it's does. Like, yeah, that's very true. Like, you have not aged. Like you were sure you were Clooney in them. Like <laughs> age. Well, so Jane says nobody has the right to tell you how to live your life. Mm. And I mean, I think that this company has the right to fire him and not have him be involved. They do it every day. Decisions of the, uh, but the son, the son, uh, day of his life. <laughs> yeah, it turns out that this Gregory Harrison character he has a brain tumor so he only has so long yes. to live and uh, so they once uh they realize that then the son and him make up and they brace the green mowers and and then Jane goes with Gregory Harrison on air balloon hot air balloon no but that was we, cute it was can we tear back to like him and her her um with the with the with the, uh, with the dress and understand why she was fighting so hard for this case to see the um the you mean the the bride yes because so the bride has a 10k wedding dress and uh they she's just so angry she's suing the the bride's the maid of honor and then it turns out that she takes the fiance back Child. <laughs> that made that him so pissed yeah but there was also had- a good moment for kim when grayson is like i'm on the fence back and forth i don't know and kim says i have no patience for her on the fence right which i mean is a good moment for her but i also feel like his 
fiance just died like a month ago <laughs> two months ago like give him a break that part and then on top of that the reason that killer pushing hard for this like case was the fact that she was it she got left at the altar or something or her like her fiance mm-hmm. cheated on her and that was she did the case very personally yeah very personal yeah that's true and then i get a glimpse of kim a little bit like oh wow she w- was gonna get married but she got cheated on right well, yeah and uh and and then they also we I, I feel like this is the moment where deb first respects jane mm-hmm. uh at this reunion and realizing yeah. that she's that jane is like a really good person mm-hmm. what she did for brian yeah so i think that's good uh i know the 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 cases are a little over the top for me in this one i would probably give it Mm, probably give it a seven okay i'll go into 7.5 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's a good one though okay yeah. then episode nine is the dress uh in this episode uh there's this upscale boutique they don't have any plus size clothes uh and <laughs> that uh uh that kim and jane are fighting over uh over who would become partner oh goodness yes and uh and so she kim has to take over jane's case uh uh suing this plus size uh suing this big boutique and i think this is a very iconic episode of the show i do this is like one of my favorite episodes actually like Mm -hmm. you know when i think about it from back in 2009 up until now there was kind of the epidemic of plus size clothing representation in different department stores where they weren't putting it out on the floors or weren't making these clothes because the fabric is too much okay the fabric is too much you know but now everything's coming cheaply made but it talked about how different um stores only cater to certain people kind of like victoria's secret for so long only carries up to certain sizes where plus i was going to get um you know underwear past like an extra large or something mm-hmm. everything's just small like it made it seem like no we have yeah. right to, we well have i mean to. what's interesting is they lose the case the pdq case mm-hmm. uh, but they end up winning in the end yes um and i like the dynamic you have between kim and jane in this episode you know where she's like poor jane and uh, she doesn't really feel sorry for her and uh and you also see kim wearing the dress that jane had wanted to get mm-hmm. Which is really interesting, and really you, cute in it too. You, yeah, you also have, uh, like, I feel like this Paula Abdul scene is very iconic. Very iconic. Yeah, it was just they they was with season one, back to back stars after stars in this season. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that Paula knows everything. Don't give up the fight, right? Because look at Paula turned that old like robe into a fabulous outfit. Yeah. And the salespeople may feel like if you are anything other than skinny, uh, is, then you are wrong. And also you did face discrimination. Like, let's talk about the discrimination in this episode too, because how Stacy was catered versus Jane being catered. Like, oh, mm-hmm. Stacey, like, you want some um, some coffee? Like, we can get you a smoothie real quick. Like, they were going to go over beyond, you know, mm-hmm. the customer's credit. But when Jane walks in or she's like, she's like, oh, let's get some coffee. And it's like, oh, it's broken. I'm like, oh. Okay, so we're, I, I know yeah. I've, you know, had that issue walk with my friends to a store and like, oh, then I carry my side, like, you know, we're shop. Like, I will get those stairs sometimes. I'm like, 
yeah it's not my scene but i'm here yeah <laughs> also this is one of the first times that jane tells a story of what something that happened to deb with the wet t-shirt contest and grayson's like that's exactly the same thing that happened to deb so that that you're that's what's so great about the show is that as these even though these cases are silly and you never have this happen in real life mm-hmm. it they're used as tools to kind of get the characters to grow and uh, and and bond and everything it's really fun um and uh and then they have jane and stacy in the same dress but of course hers is altered and the designer's like oh (laughs) that part but yeah he dedicates his mind towards the end when uh you know with the board was like yeah i could get somebody else to do it and he's like oh yeah i'm I'm gonna stand Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and it's actually the fact that this story is playing is is testament of true time where they're still adding more plus sizes into other stores and how it carried over throughout the years mm-hmm. and how this episode did change the not saying it was part of like the movement but it gave other designers other clothing department say wait a minute like mm-hmm. we, are, we are inclusive like only for these sizes but yeah plus size is a big money maker that it was just like we're, we're we'll pay for these items yeah Put them in the and store. it's so dumb too because if you want people to uh to make lasting change in their bodies uh the way to do it is to make them feel beautiful in Mm. their bodies it is not like the the, i mean it's been pretty much proven that the whole like biggest loser approach of like making people feel terrible does not last and does not work Mm. and but making them feel positive and in a good spot that's when they're likely to make change and also it has been proven pretty pretty scientifically over and over again that you can have health at any size mm-hmm. uh that you're that you can have a healthy heart a healthy body uh and that you can have an unhealthy heart unhealthy body at any size mm-hmm. so if we're judging people that they are that they're somehow less of a person because they're unhealthy and how many other ways can somebody be unhealthy why are we just looking at this one way as mm-hmm. oh well you're less of a person because you're not healthy mm-hmm. uh they may actually be healthier than you uh no, that's <laughs> you don't know <laughs> you don't know and uh, there's i mean there's a lot of research about health at every size that and so uh it's i just like the fact that this show isn't afraid to sort of talk about those things bring yeah. them up yeah so this is a really good one i would give this a nine nine point five yeah all right, episode 10 uh, is Make Me a Match. And this is Liza Minnelli and Delta Burke as psychics. They are, they have uh, their father's store. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Delta Burke opens a store. I, well, I forget which of them opens the new store. It, it was the, uh, it was, was not, or was it Liza? It, was, it, it wasn't Eliza, it was the other sister. She opened Delta. the store. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. And uh, so they're in this dispute. Um, also, then we have Judge Summers back, Rosie O'Donnell, who paid 25K for dating service. Yeah. And, and so she's suing them, but she doesn't want to, but Jane convinces her to. We also have Fred is back. Uh, he gave up the guardian angel status for Stacy. So now he has to start all over and try again. And <laughs> then uh, the... Uh, um 
we find out Tony is uh has, is a, another attorney and he becomes interested in Jane and he's really cute. He is. Yeah, I like Tony. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, and <laughs> um and uh, then so he's the other lawyer at the matchmaking case and uh we find out that so Grayson goes to talk to Delta because Delta had said that Schmoopy is close, which was his nickname for Deb. Mm-hmm. And it's evidently $50 for contact with the deceased. So she's a medium as well as a psychic. And that's a bargain. And we also, first impressions are a lie. Sooner or later, they know the real you. And this is in the um, matchmaker case. Mm. Um, but we get a little like Tony and Jane flirting. I really like that. It's fun. And, uh, and then we find out that one of the setups was a, uh, actor hired to charm mm. the judge. Yes. And the, uh, the matchmaker is like, well, he's a, he's a nice guy. He's a charming guy, but, um, uh, then the, they have like a seance and the sisters contact their father. And, uh, then dad says, I need Lily and Lily needs me. So it's very cute. I liked, I mean, I would almost watch a whole show about the sisters. <laughs> it's only sad characters. I mean, perfect casting. Liza Minnelli and yes. Burke. Like that was like perfect casting. And then let's talk about this little, like, like this, um, like Jane and Tony, because up until this point, well, we did have like a, maybe a couple of episodes back with a bailiff, but mm-hmm. asking about Jane, like starting as Jane's love life a little bit. Yeah. The fact that like, you know, well, and it's interesting how they play it because uh, you get the feeling that Deb doesn't even know if Jane is a virgin or not. Like, there's definitely that sort of feeling. <laughs> Has Jane experienced this? I don't know. <laughs> you have all these questions. You're sitting here. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, and so then Grayson asks him on a date. And, uh, you also get a fun scene with Terry confronting the judge, uh, judge Summers, mm-hmm. um, and then, uh, judge Summers apologizes and, uh, they said that you tried to set her up with felons. <laughs> okay. And they caught it. Also, Fred, when he finally came back, remember he was gone for, you know, for yes. two and it kind of reminded me of like y'all if hallmark and y'all some of y'all are you know um charm fans let me know because it's kind of like with like charm a little bit how how like the uh, white letters couldn't be with the wit with, with the uh with the witches stuff because it's forbidden and uh-huh. yeah y'all that whole arch was crazy in yeah and but, and then stacy's going out with the other male guy which oh is my god really yeah. <laughs> and then no but about his she doesn't remember Fred at all, you guys. Her memory is white. Like, mm-hmm. basically, basically this men in black for, like, guardian angels. Like, I'm yeah. here. You're Stacey. Psh. <laughs> and, yeah. And then yeah. Jane gets the date with Tony at the end of this episode. Yes. It's really I'm cute. excited because, like, you're seeing, like, you know, um, plus size women. Because we, when we do dates, we do go out there mm-hmm. and we're seeing this and we're like, 
go ahead, Jane, looking all foul. She did a glow up from from the pilot episode to now. Like, yeah, she, she, she's ready. She got a new wardrobe. Like, she's man. The, well, the confidence that she has now that she has Deb inside her mm-hmm. is really cute, and that's what makes the show special. Yeah, this one's a fun one. I would give this one a nine. It is a nine. It just it makes my heart happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. 11, what if uh, this is Nia Vardalis is there. She switched to birth. Um, this is, we also get to meet Jane's mom, Faith, played by Faith Prince, who's a great Broadway actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and then, uh, we find out that, uh, that Fred gave up, uh, heaven. I gave up his, he says, I gave up heaven for an empty bed. Isn't that a Dixie chick song? <laughs> <laughs> so here you have this cartoon that's being sued for slander. Mm-hmm. as one of the cases and uh and then basically like her date with tony gets kind of co-opted by her mom and you, you jane does not get along with her mother and uh, that her mom's pretty pushy she's difficult but then basically fred says that uh that it's the only mom you have so you might as well figure out a way for yeah. to get along with her uh, we also get her singing pat benatar which is good (laughs) but we get the mom stopping their kiss i mean the mom's just a mess man (laughs) okay and no no i think it was a great um tape because he was she was like i guess he liked like you know like a woman with some meat on her bone that's when like jane realized like what like you know because remember she hasn't been like you know never been plus size yeah well i mean she so she tells her mom, she gives her mom a check, and then her mom said, says, uh, you write me a check when you want me to go away. Mm. Yeah. So there's, and she feels like her mother's really judgy of her, but also like that her mom's just, it seems like her mom's just trying to like be nice, but like it just comes off as weird. Yeah, we're in like, um, what's the word like for weird? And it's like, mm. Like kind of not judgmental per se, but just like mm-hmm. I, I see, like you know, sarcastically. I think. Yeah, but at the same time, you have this this switch to birth kind of storyline where the the person who was switched got way way more material possessions, mm-hmm. but she her mother died. Yes, uh, when she was like Two. a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and so she didn't uh, get to have a mother, yeah. uh, and so I thought that, that was this is like one of the better cases I think that they have. 
um and that the mom knew these the blood types were inconsistent she says she was my baby i didn't care it's kind of like we need to know these things mm-hmm. like, you know it might be like that fight for like my like my old life back that i should have it's more of like setting things right this is about the practice in um hospitals which happens you know yeah. a lot like sometimes this, this thing does happen which at birth like these things happen yeah it, i mean and i think that that i guess the fear that her baby would get taken away Mm-hmm. that that makes sense why you wouldn't want to say anything yeah um but also i do feel like that having more love in her life like she had known who her parents who her birth parents were that uh that that wouldn't be necessarily a, a bad thing like she wouldn't feel threatened mm-hmm. by uh by her daughter having more love yeah you know but i can understand why if you were afraid your baby would get taken away, that that would be, there was a really good movie, um, uh, parallel mothers called it's mm. by Pedro Almodovar. It's a Spanish movie, but it was very well done. Um, with, um, Penelope Cruz mm. last year, I, I recommend yeah, it. It, it. it was sort of the same storyline of the babies that gets switched. But in that case, one of the babies ends up dying. And so there's only one living baby, uh, but, uh, but yeah, something to, it's a good movie. Um, but you have Jane making up with her mom, uh, and she realizes how important her, um, mother is, uh, and you know, she will, she will always, the, they will always wonder what if, what yeah. if, um, and then she says to Tony, what do you like about me? And that was a cute scene. Mm-hmm. And then they kiss. <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them. You already know, but you know, our heart is that Jane wants Grayson. But you know, mm-hmm. Carol for Carol for both at this moment. I I could I could have a triangle. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then I think it's Parker mm-hmm. uh, who says, "What got me over the hump was knowing my junior associate needed to give me a pep talk." <laughs> so. And this, we find out Fred is going to be leaving because he broke the rules. Broke Child, the rules. He, he sure did because it's the ultimate rule of breaking. You know what kind of reminds me, remind me of this one book I read? It's by, was it by Judy Deverex called Remembrance about this girl. I guess she had this fiance, but she was really like driving in this car, or whatever. I read a book in years. I own it. And mm-hmm. her car crashed, whatever. Something about this angel comes, stuff like that, though. But let me tell you something. He broke some rules for real, for real, because y'all need to read the book because things happen in the book and yeah naughty things but he did make that big rule (laughs) (laughs) so what would you give this one i would definitely give this one an eight Eight yeah i like it a lot all right uh then we have episode 12 dead model walking this is a pretty iconic episode i would say you have uh, that christy jacqueline talbot that she is this uh this beautiful woman who is arrested for assault and uh and then they're played by brooks brooks ah, played by brooke burns of mm-hmm. hallmark fame <laughs> and uh so then we have uh that um uh stacy gets very involved in this one yes she goes to the cocktails with uh, with christy 
and Jane gets the date with Tony, but the, she, uh, she messes it up because she's got this thing with Christy. Um, and then Christy ends up getting murdered. gets dra- ah, Christy gets arrested for murdering her husband. And, uh, she's like, no, I'm innocent, but, uh, she has, it's kind of similar to, uh, to, a legally kind of, blonde in this yes, one. Yeah, I was gonna say that it gives me legally blonde status. Yeah, hundred percent. So it turns out that Christy is a fake. That Laura is her real name. Yes. She has a fake passport and everything like that. But she says, "Don't tell anybody because uh, it'll ruin everything." Yeah, because she's using her dead cousin's um, uh, social security number to revent her life. I was like, mm-hmm. Ooh. yeah, and uh, and then we have this woman who uh the city is forcing her to sell her house uh this kind of sweet old lady and kim cannot understand the attachment to this house and i i kind of get that i'm on kim's side with this one because i i just i've never lived anywhere long enough to be like super attached to a building like you see in homework movies all the time these people that are just like so devastated uh, that's just not something I understand, but Kim goes with Grayson and, uh, first makes the first offers like a hundred thousand dollars. And then she mm-hmm. comes and she offers a million dollars. And, uh, the lady says that I, my whole life, I've known women like you that they only see life one way mm. and they end up unhappy. Mm. And what was so interesting about this is that Kim was lying about the million dollars and so grayson's like you could get disbarred for this like what what, like, what, what would she took the offer like we have to go like you know yeah like i would have found a way i'm like where kim where <laughs> <laughs> and so then kim breaks up with grayson in this mm-hmm. and we find out that angie this one angie was having an affair with christy's husband child yeah <laughs> the lipstick yeah uh, so that was pretty good pretty fun yes and uh, they say you are where you live and which i just don't think that's true i don't think that's true uh but um so then jane ends up on a date with grayson it was going to be a double date yes but it ends up just with the two of them which is fun and we find out that millie killed her husband in night in 89 and he's buried yes. beneath the floorboard that, that that's the dunk on dunk moment yeah that was funny <laughs> and let me tell you this um this is a true story i ain't kill nobody but if you live in like san francisco because usually yeah you don't you bury dead bodies stuff but usually you do sometimes people actually do bury loved ones and stuff like pets and stuff in their in their property in their backyard it's that's normal back like centuries ago that was normal but in san francisco for any reason you find a dead body that's buried in the backyard because it's been that was practiced for like last century and stuff like that mm-hmm. it is the owner's responsibility to take care of the body not the state not the state or the city <laughs> that's Two really funny you, have, so, you know that story yeah so fun fact you guys if you, look California, yeah. you have a dead body in the bay area and you see you're gonna take care of it that is your responsibility because it's your property it's on your property sorry <laughs> Whoever buys Millie's uh Millie's house is gonna be. <laughs> I'm just saying, sure LA County's doing it like that, but I know San Francisco they do that. They, <laughs> they a lot. I'm just saying because a lot of bodies are found because they used to used to be a burial plot yeah. and stuff, or they buried in backyards. It was normal, kind of like like old castles, kind of like in like yeah. the uh, haunted mansion, like how they have all the graves in the backyard. 
same thing. I think this one's a pretty good one. I would it give is. this one an eight, I think. This is an 8.5 for me. Yeah, I love yeah. this. This episode was was amazing and it just let me relive Lily Blonde all over again. Just you know, yeah. more to the story and then back down to like that shade <laughs> of color. Yes. Like. All right. Episode 13 Woo. was the end of the season, Grayson's Anatomy. So Grayson starts having dreams of Jane kissing Jane, which Ooh. was really fun. <laughs> After that day, he started having yeah. dreams. <laughs> Um, and we have Lena, the model who's friends with Stacy, who gets yes. fired because she had breast cancer and she was like open about it. And so then the client feels like, well, when they see her now, everybody just thinks of breast cancer and not of, I guess, sexy clothing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we have Parker wearing the red suspenders. And this is what he usually wears when he's making a partner. Yes. And, uh, it's a partner pen. <laughs> I like to call it. Uh, um, we have a doctor that's getting sued for malpractice because they cut the nerve of the rotator cuff of a baseball player this one was pretty wild so basically they have a uh, um the 15 million dollar settlement that comes uh surgery is a numbers game i'm sorry his number came up but there's something about Eric's story, the vice baseball player that Jane is doubtful of. Yes. And she figures it out. The whole case was a scam and we helped them steal $15 million. Mm-hmm. But then Parker says, we can't do anything about it. Uh, you know, we have client uh, attorney privilege. So then Jane meets with this doctor lady. She records her saying, which would not be admissible in court. It would not be allowable. It, mm-hmm. I mean, so none of this, there's no way that Jane would do this, uh, because it's not, it wouldn't even actually be admissible to secretly record someone. You can't do that. That's not allowed. Uh, but she's going to get, uh, disbarred thinks, because of this. So that's kind of the cliffhanger of like, what's yeah. going to happen to Jane. Well, well, there's more than one cliffhanger. Yeah. More than one cliffhanger, there's but that's more than one. one cliffhanger. But she this- sends the clip to the DA, uh, just anonymous or whatever, again, would not be allowable. Um, but, uh, she, she does. And then she kisses Grayson on the cheek and, and quits the firm. She showed it. Yeah. So it's a lot in this episode. And then for that, and then we have, and we also have Jane and Kim having to work together. Oh yeah. Uh, that Jane is first chair with Kim being second. Um, it, it, was, it was all butt hurt too. She was like, "Yeah, every time I read you, Parker, I'm supposed to be first chair." I'm like, "Dang!" Because the doctor had only had like 30 minutes sleep. Um, they set this all up so that uh, that they were almost guaranteed to be yes. found in malpractice, so that then they would get the 15 million dollars, and uh, and so that's what kind of makes Jane suspicious. Mm-hmm. And then we have Tony asking her out for a weekend in Napa. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And exactly. not palm, not on the palm spring, nine, nine, um, you know, Joshua Tree. Napa. Napa. <laughs> and we have Paul Abdul coming back, Grayson versus Tony. Which yeah. is fun. Cute. And Grayson tells Stacy that he's dreaming about Jane. <gasps> and then Stacy had to call Jay. 
this is okay. She's like, hold up, wait, what? And she just, Jay, do you say yes to that? Yeah. Like, Grayson just had to think about you. <laughs> well, and so then we also have in this Lena case, uh, she wears the lingerie on the stand. Okay, that's the big win. Okay, like, like who's talking about cancer now? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Like, for me, more like, you know, we have like different jobs trying to fire because, oh, we have this illness, stuff like that. But is it affecting my performance after the fact? Like, I may come back stronger than ever and like killing it. But then, like, sorry, you have this, you know, this, you know. Yeah. yeah well, they end up apologizing to Lena. They sure did. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> uh huh. And then we have the big cliffhanger at the end Ciao. with. Uh, Jane's husband Ethan so we'll have to see when we recap season two what happens yes. with that <laughs> yes, because that would that because mind you dad is still worrying about Jane and all these because mind you, she's not looking to do yearbooks or the personal item figure who is who yeah. she's and she doesn't wear a real wedding time. ring so <laughs> that 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 is a good question she wasn't wearing a wedding ring so we think no. like oh she's single but no you had a whole husband <laughs> and we have to figure out but, what's going on in season two because we need more team, need more answers. Like, I'm <laughs> shook too, Jane, G, um, Deb. I am shook Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty fun cliffhanger. Pretty fun cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. Like, between her, um, I have to go to Napa with um, Tony to, like, Gracie dreaming about her to, I have a whole husband? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would give this one a nine. I like this one. It's I fun. do, too. Yes, yeah. nine, because... It's the it's the um the, the Jane's about- husband doesn't really pay off that well. Spoiler alert. Um yeah. it's season two, it gets kind of dropped pretty quick. It's not really, really about it. But but we don't know that when you're watching it the first time. So it's a really fun cliffhanger. It is. You should yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> season two does get a little more spicier. It does kind of like in the middle of season two right now. I dropped yeah. it a little bit. Just a- <laughs> so there we go. Uh, we know this long episode was 13, uh, 13 episodes to recap. Yes. So it was a lot, but, uh, but I hope you all enjoyed it. Let us know what you think of these episodes. Yes. If you've been watching, uh, what's, what's your characters? favorite? Yeah. What's your favorite characters and what favorite, do you think? Uh, guest star, you guys yes. the ones who are in our Hallmarky universe. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like Brooke Burns. Let us know what you think. Uh, and uh, I think of the show. We'll put a link down in the description to the Brook Elliott interview because you definitely want to check that out. Oh, definitely. And uh, Jasmine, how can people find you? Everyone can find me on Instagram and Twitter um, at Shereem16, S H R E E M 16. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure that you are that you're following the podcast on Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast. We're back on Facebook. It's very exciting. Yeah, <laughs> Two months. Uh, so check that out. Also, if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. Really appreciate that. And if you are uh, watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that. And we also have our merch store, which is a lot of fun, and our patron group, which is the best way that you can support us and have access to us. So check out the patron group and uh, thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.